Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. I pulled up to the stoplight and my light was red. And so I'm sitting, I'm the first car and I'm like, do, 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 do. And light stays red, you know, and then it turns green. So I have to cross a whole bunch of lanes of traffic here before I make my left turn going into town. And so um, you know, I live in Ireland now, so my, my steering wheel would have been on the right side, but over there, it's the left side. And so as I'm driving across this way, this is impact point. So my light turns green and I make my way across and I get to that last lane of traffic and I looked and I went, huh, that car's not going to stop. And I see this car barreling towards me. And then all of a sudden, just like this, everything slows down almost to a, a crawl, a standstill. And I'm just sitting there. I was not scared. I wasn't upset. I was just like, it was just like, oh, this is normal. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting ready to die. Well, how do I want to do this? And it was like, I was totally in control. There was no fear, no nothing. And I'm like, okay, he's going fast. And if he hits me, that's not hurt. So I can feel the hurt and then die. Or I could go up and out of my, my body and the body gets hit and then be dead. And I was like, well, you know what? This seems, it, it was so familiar. I didn't feel like I needed to experience. I wasn't, I didn't have anything to gain from the pain, the impact, the pain. So I am now not just having a near-death experience, I'm witnessing my own death because in that moment, the second I've made the decision, there's this noise. This is why I love frequency because this is where my understanding of frequency began. And I'm like, it sounds like I play music over here. I play the, the Bowron, you know, the round drum here mm -hmm. in Ireland. But my favorite instrument is the Ilian pipes. Ilian means elbow in Irish. So it's the underarm bagpipes. You know, you've got the bagpipes that have the big bag and then you have mm. the ones that they pipe this way. It makes this most gorgeous drone when they're filling the bag with air. It's like, and I love that sound because for me, it always means, hey, we're getting ready to have an awesome session, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I just had such a good feeling um, and it's the closest thing I can think of that sounds like that. So I've made that decision that I'm going up and out and all of a sudden I hear that sound, this kind of undulating, and it's really deep. It's a low vibration. And with that, I, me, who I really am is now up and out of the body. And this is where I, you get that, oh yeah, I'm not that body, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm actually quite nice to my meat suit now. I don't make fun of myself or tell myself I'm too fat or do whatever, you know, I'm just like, eh go live it up, do whatever, because that's not me. I'm just, you know, I try to take good care of my suit when I can, but I also ha have fun in my suit. Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm up and out 
and that sound is getting louder and louder. And what I have hence discovered is that that sound and that low drone, low vibration is what keeps us connected to the earth plane, the physical experience of being in the earth plane. And that's why it drives me crazy when people are like, oh, that's so low vibration or that's, I'm high vibe. I'm so, you know, I'm so high vibe and they're really low vibe. And I'm like, you so don't understand what's going on here because it's like, it's like the dichotomy of dark and light here on earth where both are necessary in order to weave a beautiful tapestry of human experience. Low and high vibration, you can't have a nice piece of music without both, do you know? Of course, right. It's like the dark keys and the light keys on the piano, both necessary. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, so it was this kind of a lower, slower vibration. So now I'm up and I'm out and I'm looking down and everything speeds back up. And so all of a sudden that car with the 81 year old man in it, who had hit a couple and almost killed them earlier in the year, but never had his driver's license taken away. Thank God. Or I wouldn't have had the accident. Mm -hmm. Um, But now he's coming at me at an estimated 75 miles an hour and he T-bones my car. So he hits the car and the car literally, it was a little Toyota Corolla folded in half. And I can see myself. I see the body pinned back up. The seat folded up under me. I was wearing Bermuda shorts and a Santa Claus t-shirt. It was Christmas. And um, I watched my head go like this through the driver's side window. That's when my neck broke. And glass goes out. The glass in the uh, passenger side blows out. Um, The car's spinning around. And I'm just watching this with totally detached interest and I never ever do a talk like this or speak to people without giving this reference because it's to date the best thing that I can do to describe this to people because I get asked all the time like weren't you were you so upset you were like 21 years old you know like oh my god my life was too short you know it was nothing like that mm-hmm. and the the best way I can describe it is if you've been outside and it's like you're in Texas you know how hot it gets like you're super hot and you're all sweaty and you've been you know working in the yard and you're gross and you finish your work and you feel good about what you've done and you walk into the house and you peel off the sticky clothes Mm -hmm. and you throw them down next to the washing machine and you go have the best shower ever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's cool it's washing off and you're like satisfied with the work you've done and the last thing you're thinking when you're putting on the head and shoulders is about the clothes next to the washing machine yeah, you're right. So I never even thought twice. And this is the truth. I'm watching the body and I can see, and it was like unanimated. It was just a body. It was just a pile of clothes next to the washing machine. Um, you know, if your car, if you, if you were ever on a frosty morning and you went outside to heat the car up, you know, you go, you turn the car mm-hmm. on and the heater's running and, you know, maybe you're doing the wipers to get rid of the frost and the radios on to it to a passerby the car looks alive but there's no driver so we know the car is not alive and we wouldn't say oh my god the poor car is now dead you know uh it was like that with the body it was like you're so crystal clear oh my gosh i'm not that body right and it was amazing and so in that moment I look over and a girl that I went to college with now, Charleston at that time was about 350,000 people. I wasn't from Charleston. I'm from Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, but this girl who was my sweet mate in college was from Charleston. She was three cars behind me at the stoplight. 
Who knew? I don't even know why. And um, she watched my car get hit, spin through the thing. <clears throat> and what was so interesting in that moment was that I could feel her emotion. Mm. I wasn't finding a way for my body. I had no attachment, but suddenly I zoned in right on her and I could feel her horror. And I wanted to go, don't worry about me. You know, don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm good. Mm -hmm. um, but it was so interesting to note that I could go in and interact. So it's kind of like when we talk about, you know, departed loved ones or people who are around us, are they hanging about watching? Yeah, sometimes, do you know, you know, are they watching you naked in the shower? No, it's not like that. But there's this capacity to interact and to feel what's happening with the other person. Right. And um, so I could feel this with her and it was really unusual. Um, so next, my attention is back on the car. The car is finished spinning. It's come to a halt. Um, you know, I'm now like hanging there like a little puppet. And um, I don't know how much time passed, but enough time where um, an ambulance was called and uh, a guy comes later and walks up and he reaches through the passenger side of the car and turns the engine off. And so I remember seeing him very distinctly. And I saw some lady who ran up and put her phone number on um, the front, the passenger seat. And then she ran off, which I thought, that's weird. You know, like, why would she do that? Maybe she witness. had to be somewhere. Maybe yeah. she didn't want to get involved, you know. So as soon as that happened, all of a sudden that low drone starts changing pitch. And so I can hear this, what I always call it, the music of the spheres, because it was just so beautiful. I've been trying to recreate it my entire adult life with, mm. you know, um, <laughs> how do you describe the indescribable? Of course. Um, it was incredible. And there was just this, oh, this beautiful sensation and everything is getting faster. And I think this is where other people who've had the experience, they talk about the tunnel of light mm -hmm. um, and that maybe it's. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Fast or slower. I don't know why I didn't experience it the way that they do, but it was like, I was here one minute and then I was here. That's exactly what happened. But what's so weird is they at the place I landed. I certainly never saw it in this world. You know, it was nothing. Um, and it was certainly nothing I'd ever been taught to believe. And, you know, cause remember you can imagine what I was inundated growing up in church and, you know, with this idea <laughs> oh, yeah. of what heaven looked like and what God looked like and da, 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 all this. Um, but it was funny because for my father being a minister, my dad wasn't a holy roller. My dad was a football coach and a football player. And he had this show on every Sunday morning that we listened to before he, we went to church called football before and after that talked about his Friday night football games. <laughs> so that man could stand in a pulpit and make the most incredible sports analogies, which is why his congregations were always full. And <laughs> he was an incredible orator. And um, yeah, it was just awesome. And so, um, you know, he wasn't like holier than thou, or we didn't do the whole kind of fire and brimstone. Um, it was just like for him, he'd like, he'd point at me like this and he'd go, sugar, we don't even need to discuss hell because that's not going to be a problem. And it was kind of <laughs> like, I expect you to go here and that's where you're going because you're going to behave yourself. Do you know, it was really funny. His Very kind cute. of um, approach to it. It was funny. So now yeah. I've like landed in the space and I'm going, what is this? Because the atmosphere was palpable, but the color, oh, 
I'd give, I'd love to be able to recreate the color. Um, and there's just no way I can conjure it in my mind immediately. Uh, but it was like this kind of coppery caramel opal pearlescent sheen. And this was the atmosphere around. And, and all of a sudden you're like this. And then you're going, hold on a second. I don't have a body, but you have form. So I'm like, okay, A, the big takeaway here is guys. Yeah. I still knew who I was. Woohoo. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, because I mean, let's face it. I don't care if you're a Christian, Buddhist, Muslim, whatever, everybody, if they're in a human experience is at some stage going to fear or wonder, do you know, do I just cease to exist when it's all over? It's right. just part of being human. So no is the answer to that question. A big fat no. Um, you do not cease to exist and you know exactly what you've done. What happens afterwards is like, oh yeah, oh, oh, I forgot. You know, it's like you temporarily suspended reality in order to go play, play a game of Monopoly, you know, and you're totally immersed in it because when you're playing Monopoly with your friends, you know, you're not a shoe, you know, he's not a dog, you know, you can't buy Park Place with a pink $500 bill, you know, like, <laughs> but you're in it and you're playing the game and you're doing it. And then you put that away and it's like, Oh yeah. Oh, this is reality. Oh, or is it, this is this reality. Mm -hmm, so there mm -hmm. are multiple realities happening simultaneously. And so you're in this space and it's just like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. So I don't, I couldn't even tell you how long was I hanging out there? Do you know, who knows in earth time, it was probably about 15 minutes. Um, so I'm in this space and I'm just feeling it. And that, that for me was where the whole love is. And oh my gosh, oh yes, I remember. I am infinite, I'm wonderful, this is amazing. And then that atmosphere starts taking shape in front of me. And this is where it gets interesting. Because I was like, these, the shapes form and they look like two old men. And I've had people, it's been so funny across the years and they're like, mm -hmm, of course they were old men, um, you know, in, in, the, in the patriarchal. And I'm like, no. I loved the old people. I loved those it's, old people. So of course yeah. they would take that shape for me. Of course they would. And, you know, as a child, I didn't have that whole understanding or feeling that I was in a male or female dominated world or whatever. I just loved old people. And so they took that form for me. And so here they come and they step forward and it was so wonderful. Like I can, oh, it gives me, I've told the story 5,000 times, do you know? Mm -hmm. But I get the chills every time I think about it, because in that moment, they are waiting so patiently. Oh, my gosh. And they were waiting for me to recognize them. And I couldn't. And I was like, oh, oh, do you know? And I'm like, I know I know you, but I'm not sure how I know you. But I know I love you, but I'm not sure why. Do you know that kind of thing? Mm -hmm. And so all of a sudden, they and they just sat until I did. And I was like, boom, it dropped. And I was like, <gasps> and boom homecoming of all homecomings it was the best feeling in the world so you're like basking in this love you can't even imagine you can't mm -hmm. even imagine it and I can't I can't even describe it for you mm -hmm. um but they must have been the most trusted loving with me since the dot of time because next came my life review and you know it sounds so cliche but it's so not cliche it's not what you expect and either you don't see it in a movie um mm -hmm. and this is where my entire perception of reality just got blown out of the water because i am in this space and next thing it's like the atmosphere opens up around me in the 360 like imax cinema style 
experience and you know you'd think you'd do your life review and it would go chronologically and you'd go through each of the events that happened and that's not how it happened I'm like four years old at the kitchen table talk I'm 11 years old getting Autobahn Bismarck my first bulldog I'm 17 years old and I'm being raped at you know when I've gone down to check out the college I'm going to go to oh, wow. I'm 16 years old and I'm getting my driver's license I'm 12 years old getting my first saddle oxfords as a cheerleader um you know I'm 14 years old finding out that my dad's retiring from coaching I'm 16 years old again over here and I'm going to the new school where my dad's becoming the headmaster and I'm leaving the school that I'm with all the kids that I've grown up with and there's this whole series of events that's happening at the same time and like I am turned on my ear forever because of it because it's this concept now of concurrent lifetimes. So I'm living concurrently in my own life experience in that moment. It was crazy. Um, so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm none of these things and all of these things at the very same time. Where evolution has gone grossly wrong for us is that we have evolved into a species that believes that if we are uncomfortable, that it is wrong. That if we oh, right. are offended, that it is wrong. If we are in pain, that it is wrong. If we make a bad choice that results in a rape, you know, like in my circumstance, I went off, I'd never taken a drink in my life, right? I was raised in the, the preacher's household. And then I go off when I'm looking at colleges and I find myself at a college party, I'm drinking vodka out of an IV bag from a hospital. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was wasted. Of course. You know? So I go off when this guy goes, hey, let me show you something. I'm like, okay, you know, and then I go in and I'm gang raped. Do I identify with that? Dude, I've helped so many people with that story. You have no Mm. idea. So if I identify with anything, it's all that I would, I'm so glad that happened. And I can say that to you the same way I could talk about this water bottle. I I have no vibrational attachment to that experience other than thank God it happened because it set in motion a series of events. So when people judge experiences, this is where people have got to get a grip on the idea that other people's judgments and opinions mean absolutely nothing to your immortal soul unless you allow them to. I've been able to partner with Mind Valley to present you guys free master classes between 60 and 90 minutes covering mind, body, soul, relationships, and conscious entrepreneurship. Taught by spiritual masters, yogis, spiritual thought leaders, and best-selling authors. Just head over to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free.